on knowing Jesus, falling in love, giving up good things and finding a chance to die. I'm Alison McCann. Let's get started with a clip from Christian minister Matt Hamm about someone who seemed to understand what it really meant to follow Jesus. For a while uh, earlier this year, my daughter and I, Saf, uh, she was, we, we were reading uh, a biography about Amy Carmichael, an Irish woman in the late uh, 19th century and early 20th century who really loved Jesus. She ended up going to India as a missionary, which was hard enough at the time, as with, uh, uh, with the general missionary mentality at the time, let alone uh, being a European woman and a woman, uh, but to reach out to those uh, in India, for Jesus' sake, she uh, made some incredible inroads. She was one of the first to deliberately learn and speak Tamil. Uh, she wore the same clothes as the locals. She ate the same food. She lived among them and with them. She ended up setting uh, up a, at an orphanage, rescuing hundreds and thousands of girls from temple prostitution for, for the 40 years that she was there. Uh, rescuing them from forced marriages and the like, and then later a number of boys as well. She lived and she died in India, working hard to love and care for them all and telling them about Jesus. But it was hard work, not very glamorous. Uh, she received a letter from a young lady one day. Uh, this lady was thinking about becoming a missionary. What's missionary like? What's missionary life like, she asked. Uh, Amy wrote back, and it's a classic line, missionary life is simply a chance to die. Because to die is gain and to live is Christ. As the Bible says. And this is what Jesus anticipates for Peter. That in his love for Jesus, as he loves Jesus' sheep, that is, Peter's brothers and sisters in Christ, those who are with him there and those who will be, as he shares the gospel with them, he will lay down his life for them. And in doing so, he'll die for Christ. As John tells us earlier in his gospel, where once Peter stupidly said to Jesus, Lord, why can't I follow you now? I'll lay down my life for you. Jesus now tells him, follow me knowing that it'll one day cost him his life. And he did. Out of love for Jesus and his people, he laid down his life and had it taken from him. It cost him everything. But now he's enjoying eternity with his Lord and Saviour in glory. Do you think he regretted laying down his life for God's people? No. And Jesus calls us to the same thing. Follow me. To follow him, to lay down our life and be prepared to have it taken away from us for his sake. I wonder if we're hearing that today. Matt, thanks for joining us. This idea of laying your life down for someone, I mean, it's a pretty big ask and it could be argued it's a bit unrealistic. Do you think it's a call that is kind of hard for people to hear today? Uh, well, I imagine when people generally fall in love, 
they find someone that just captivates their heart and their imagination, uh, the sentiment is that you would lay down your life for them. So the idea of laying down your life for someone isn't outside the realms of uh, our imagination. Um, if someone is good enough, we would. It's just that nobody is. So they might, yeah, we have that feeling for a little while, but because they're flawed, sinful, broken people, uh, like we are, uh, that fades. But the uh, wonder and goodness of Jesus is that he is truly that good. So if Jesus is worth the sacrifice, how do we actually do it? What does it look like to truly follow Jesus today? To follow him is, in a metaphorical sense, is to take up our cross. And he makes it very clear, actually, the way we treat those who are his people um, is how we treat him. So to lay down, uh, lay down our lives for those who are also relying on Jesus or who may be relying on Jesus, those that we uh, hear the gospel or will hear the gospel, are uh, to be laying down our lives for their sake, um, yeah, it would look like following Jesus, which is a challenge because there are so many good things in this life that God's given us to enjoy uh, that are, they are captivating and easier <laughs> it's, it's not a nice thing to give up good things. There's always a bite or a pain for that. But I think uh, if you go back to you know, the uh, imagery at the beginning of a relationship of a, you know, a, someone that you're in love with, even though the in-loveness might not uh, linger, uh, the feeling, nonetheless the commitment that comes along with that, uh, particularly as uh, we see in a marriage relationship, as people formalise that in loveness, um, then there is a commitment, a heart commitment, to lay down your life for the good of the other, in sickness and in health, if it costs you, if it's hard, if it's difficult, and uh, that's a similar uh, love relationship that we enter into with Jesus as we... Um, accept his love for us. Uh, so we will, it will be work, but we will do it with joy. A lot of the time we might feel convicted of something, but our actions don't always measure up and we can end up feeling like total fakes or failures. How can we know if we're doing it right? Yeah, yeah. Uh, and I think, I think that that's a... Um, I think a lot of the time we feel that way in a lot of different spaces. And, yeah, it's particularly um, uh, challenging, I think, um, when it comes to our relationship with God because we can't see him um, and so much of our experience of life and validation of things is what we can see and sense and touch. And <clears throat> So, yes, uh, it would surprise me if uh, not nearly every Christian has that imposter syndrome, you know, am I, do I really love Jesus? Um, yeah, how can, how, and how can I? Um, maybe it's the following, I, I don't have the accompanying feelings or maybe I'm having doubts on these points, uh, you know, I'm, my heart is condemning me, I've done these bad things, I'm, I'm, I'm a rubbish Christian. Um, and Jesus graciously provides uh, a way out of that. If we want to uh, counter that imposter syndrome, do we really love Jesus, then uh, love his people. Yeah. As we love those around about us for, for Jesus' sake, uh, 
then that is a demonstration that you belong to the truth, that irrespective of how your heart might be feeling, how guilty you might be feeling, you do actually love Jesus. And you can point to those things and say, the scripture tells me, God tells me actually, these say I love Jesus, not how I'm feeling at the time. This, um, what I'm doing and laying down, my, you know, the things that I have uh, counted the cost for, for Jesus' sake, to love his people, are things that we can point to and cling to, not for salvation, but for assurance of our love for Jesus. To hear Matt's full talk on following Jesus, you can follow the link in our show notes. Thanks for joining us. We'll see you next time. God bless. Thank you.